You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 293. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Happy Creative Thursday. It's Marisa back with you after several weeks of deep diving in the business and marketing world, which gets me so inspired and excited to share what I'm learning with you. It also gets me really excited about my own business and the places that I want to continue to take it. And most importantly, helping you, my fellow artists and creatives in business, because I'm not letting you get swept away in the stories out there that this is maybe not a time to start a business or who's going to want to buy art if we go into a recession or, you know, are people really going to be purchasing during this holiday season? There's a lot of stories that get told. And and remember, you know, uh, drama sells. It's not something that I love about human nature, even in myself. But there's a reason that people click on what we call clickbait. And that usually it's very dramatic. Sometimes it's also very negative and fear-based. And so if you are here listening, first of all, thank you. I appreciate you so much. And I want you to know that this is a peaceful bubble of possibility. It always will be. And how can I say this with confidence? Because I have worked for myself for over 20 years. Have I been through all kinds of cycles of business? Yes. Have I been through really challenging times where I didn't have enough in my bank account? Yes. Have I had more in my bank account? Yes. Business does come with cycles. And certainly the goal is to grow a business so that you have some reserves so that as those cycles come, that they're not taking you on as big a roller coaster. But If we're not up for the ride, so to speak, of what it means for a business owner, um, it's probably good to know that now because as I shared with you, I attended in person for the first time after many years of meeting together. I attended two of my, uh, well, one was a mastermind that I'm in and then another uh, community, a coaching community with fellow entrepreneurs, and having those gatherings where you're just in person talking about your business, really having the time to go a little bit deeper with people who are on this journey with you 
it's invaluable because it reminds you so clearly that you're not alone, right? And we do get that reminder. I hope that I'm reminding you of that right now. You're not alone. And because the market, the world is undergoing shifts, it does not, we are all making adjustments for that, but it does not mean that the shift regardless of what the mass media wants to tell you, it does not mean that the shift is meant to be something that's foreboding. The first time that I taught online was in the recession of 2008. And I didn't mean for that to become a new revenue stream. I just had the awareness that people were asking me how I had built what I had built so quickly within a couple of years in my art business. And I realized that I had a moment where I could actually take the time to put something together to help them. And that passion that I've always had for helping you that started with the podcast back in the first episode in 2006, I thought, oh my goodness, I can use what I've learned with podcasting, which is recording audio like this. And I know how to blog and I can create a private password protected blog. And that can be my course and I can help you. And I priced that course for $87. And I think that it probably generated close to um, $8,000 in revenue out of nowhere, no plan, just wanting to help people. And I can't say out of nowhere, right? This was relationships that I had built over several years of blogging, over sharing in my podcast, over inviting people into my journey and really connecting with you. And so when I listened and I gave you an opportunity to learn with me something that you were asking for, you took me up on it. And it turned out being an entirely new revenue stream during what was a challenging recession. For many, it was an entirely new opportunity for me. I was so ahead of the game that I had very established business owners that were helping me. My coach at the time, the coach that I invested in at the time was asking me how I did it. So I just shared that story with you to say that every in, within every what appears to be maybe challenging experience, there is an opportunity to find a solution, to lean towards possibility. And I give you this intro to say that that's what I'm wanting to create for you. Not only our peaceful uh, bubble of poss possibilities, but how about a peaceful bubble of possibilities and prosperity? as we head into the holiday season. And so this episode marks the beginning of a series of invitations and lessons and guidance to help you make the most of the last, what are we? <laughs> Is it already like six or seven weeks? Oh my goodness. Of this um, 2022 year. So I'll be sharing invitations with you, 
different opportunities of learning with me, ways that I can help you for all budgets, for all time commitments. And uh, I can't wait to share them with you. The first is that, and this, I will talk a little bit more about this in this particular episode. The first is where it all started for me. So have you ever had an experience? Have you ever had this experience? Do you ever sometimes forget exactly what you've accomplished and how it all started for you and why it worked for you when it did? Am I making any sense? Well, first, let me invite you to thedailypaintingmethod.com. On November 18th, uh, right before Thanksgiving, and this is intentional because I'm going to be sharing a method with you inside of the daily painting method that worked for me specifically during the holidays to sell 12 original pieces over 12 days. And I want I want to share this with you, should you be like me, someone who knows how to act quickly and sometimes uses the deadline. I know I've been talking to you for a while about the holidays and preparing in advance, and it's it's still not too late. The holidays are upon us, and there's a lot that you can do between now and the end of the year. How do I know this? Because that's how I ran my business for years. And so I am intentionally hosting this workshop called the Daily Painting Method as a response to my expansive artist members who want to go deeper on this topic. And for you who are also asking me for one-off workshops, maybe you'd like to learn from me, but you're not ready to invest in working with me every month or for the entire year, or maybe you want more opportunities to see what it's like to actually be in the classroom with me, the virtual classroom. And so that's what the daily painting method is about. And I'm going to share with you in today's episode, I'm going to share with you the three reasons this can be one of the best choices in building your art business, one of the best strategies to building your art business, rather. It's one of the best choices you can make on many levels to use within your art business. And no one's really talking about it the way that they could be. And uh, the trend has really gone to collections. And I want to talk to you a little bit about Um, how that could work for you, but why I don't actually think that's the best strategy, especially if you are starting out on this journey. So stick with me uh, for the episode as I take you on the journey of how I got started and also invite you to go on a deep dive for a special two-hour masterclass that I'm going to be having on Friday, November 18th. Again, you can learn more and register at dailypaintingmethod.com. Just a moment ago, I was starting to ask you if you ever just have a blind spot to something that's worked really well for you, that came easily to you, and 
you know, I realize with what I've offered and shared many times online, I don't think I've ever talked about this in the way I'm going to talk about it today. It just fascinates me that if you were to say to me, Marisa, how did you get started with your art business? I would say, this is how. This, what I'm sharing with you right now is exactly how an entire Art business, a six-figure art business was built, and a six-figure art business that has sold multiple seven figures of products over all the years. It led to a book, a published book. It led to fabric design. It led to my cards being sold through Papyrus, landing in Target. It led to me being one of the first designer, independent designers to work with Urban Outfitters. It led to it led to the entire brand that is Creative Thursday being built and becoming a business that supported me that has also gone on to become a business that is helping to support you in growing your art business as a visual artist. Pretty incredible, right? And if you said, well, what was that? What was that first thing that you did? Well, the very first thing is I bought my domain. <laughs> the very first thing I bought my domain, creativethursday.com. I'm very big on domains. That's why um, I had to pause for a second and make sure I'm giving you the correct one. I have the dailypaintingmethod.com domain because I think that it's very symbolic when you have ideas, when you actually invest in them. And a domain is one of the best best ways you can begin doing that. And just a quick tip for you, you know, I highly recommend getting your name, especially as an artist, you might have a, you might have a brand name. And so you want to grab that too, but get, get your name as a domain name, your artist name. All right, moving forward. So first I bought my domain name and then <laughs> there, yes, there are steps that were taken in between, but we're just for the sake of today's episode, we are going to condense this to this is what built Creative Thursday. Three reasons why daily painting is one of the best strategies you can use in building your art business. One is it keeps you connected to your creativity. I mean, truly. I don't know about you, but when I started an art business, it was because I wanted more connection to my creativity. When I named my business Creative Thursday, it was because I wanted more connection to my creativity. I thought, however, that I could only get that on, you know, I didn't know I could commit to that daily because I understand that that can feel like an intimidating practice at first. So I committed to it weekly, which worked out really well with this name I had, Creative Thursday, which is what I was trying to do while I was working a nine to five job at that time as an interior designer. And I wasn't feeling creatively fulfilled enough. So I got together with my friend, Jen. We had wine. She was hanging out. We were hanging out with her, her twins. She wanted to be more creative because she was missing having her own ceramics business that she had grown to amazing level and stopped all of that for a number of reasons, but also to focus on being a mom. And I was wanting to be creative because I knew that was missing in my life. So Creative Thursday was born. And fast forward to 
blogging is happening, podcasting is happening. And in 2006, there was a movement of daily painters. And I can't remember specifically if someone suggested it to me. I feel like maybe they did. And or I saw this article in Domino Magazine at the time. I may still have it. And I thought, how cool is this? Artists are painting original works of art, small works of art, and they are posting them online for purchase to collect for sale. And they're doing that all within a day. And then they're actually selling that work and building a business and generating revenue. And I thought, wow, I am so impressed with that because who creates a piece of work every day and then posts it and sells it? As it turns out, quite a few artists were having success with that. And with the ease of the internet and being able to share, it it became very popular. In the same way that I would say what I hear people doing now is releasing collections. And at this time of daily painting, I'll tell you again why this makes a whole lot more sense to me, not only because it's what worked for me, but because it keeps you connected. I mean, you are accountable, right? If you are also someone who keeps their word when you put something out into the world and you say, I'm going to do this, I want you to hold me accountable, which basically saying I'm going to daily paint or initially my soft shoe in was weekly paint. I knew I would stay accountable to that practice because I didn't want to let people down. I didn't want to be out of integrity with what I promised in the public and my blog at the time. So I said, all right, I was really honest about the fact that it intimidated me to be that committed to my practice. And I started with once a week. But what I realized through this practice is that it actually was so satisfying. I wanted to keep it going. And then what I also realized was that, well, I'm skipping ahead. I also realized it was good for my business. So number one, it helps you stay connected to your creative practice in the most consistent way possible, which again, that's all I wanted this business to do for me in the early days. I wanted to do work I love Work I love meant staying connected to my creativity consistently. And oh my goodness, hallelujah, here's this daily painting practice. Now, number two is that it helped me find my artist voice. A lot of times emerging artists who are working with me struggle with what their voice is, how to find it. I never thought about that. And I didn't have mentors to help me at all. All I knew was I wanted to make art. I wanted to make a living doing work I love, right? Just like I shared with you moments ago. So, okay, I'm going to make art. I know I can do that. I had no idea that embarking on that regular practice is what would ultimately invite the characters that are now known as the Creative Thursday brand it would ultimately help me create them and invite that ability of art making into my world because I was someone who started painting realistically, as many of us do. And 
I thought that's the only way I could really create art was by looking at an actual still life, a physical still life in front of me and replicating it through my art or looking at a photograph and replicating it through my art. That's where I thought that my strength was. And I just always admired any artist that could create from their imagination. And I thought, I don't know if that's me that really intimidates me. I don't know if I'm that skilled an illustrator that I could be creating in this way. Well, as it turns out, I can. I can create for my imagination. And boy, can I create for my imagination. And I never would have discovered that if I didn't commit to this kind of regular practice. So if you were saying, well, I could, you know, release in a collection, Marisa, in essence, get the same effect. You absolutely could. A lot of this has to do with the connection to consistent creative practice. What doesn't work or didn't work for me in the whole collection model is the third takeaway I want to share with you about the practice of daily painting is generating revenue. When you're starting out like I did, where technically I went through my savings and I was starting to accrue debt before I was selling work consistently, not a comfortable place, not recommended. It was what it was. And I found my way through that time. But I didn't have time where I could wait and sit on a series of paintings that may or may not sell to release them all as a collection. No way, shape, or form. I had to generate revenue every single day. And this was one way that making art is also healing and kept me grounded and kept me focused on what I was here to do. So it calmed me down. That's why there are paintings. And I look at them. One of them is over my computer right now, the flower at 4 a.m. And I think my yoga teacher, Leslie, I hope she still has the fish at 3 a.m. If I couldn't sleep at night out of anxiety, I would get up and I would make art because I knew that that gave me the opportunity to maybe sell that art. And with collections, you're not really getting moment by moment feedback as to the style that you're working on or, you know, the pieces that you're creating are actually saleable. With daily painting, I could start to get a moment by moment feeling around what the pieces were that were the most that got the most response from my collectors. And it got to a point where those collectors would grab them right away. And so they would sell instantly, which then started to do a side benefit, which nobody really knew much about at the time. That was to grow your email list. And it also got my collectors into the habit of having to act fast if they wanted that painting. Not every single one sold right away but you never knew. I couldn't necessarily predict it. It got to a point where I could sense it. I I started to have an idea of what was working and what was working. I would create more of that. Always staying in integrity with what felt inspiring to me, right? I'm not talking to you about selling out and uh, 
uh, gosh, that's such a loaded term, probably not the right term, but, you know, only making art that you think will sell. I find that that's not going to last for the long term. And that's so unsatisfying. So I learned to strike a balance of recognizing what was selling and tapping into what I loved creating and doing more of that. That's a very big lesson that you learn in business. And so the third reason this works is you're generating revenue almost every day. That's pretty cool. And then you're building a body of work that can be sold as reproductions. That becomes another revenue stream. Whereas again, if you're using a collection-based strategy, you are maybe not selling anything for the entire amount of time that you are making that collection. And then you're not selling any reproductions until after when, if you're using the method of not selling, you know, your reproductions until your originals are officially released, you're not going to be selling those reproductions for a while. When I sold out of the original, I had someone asking me every time for a print and there was a collector I had. She bought every single print of any original that she did not get. And I was so grateful for her um, and many collectors that were the reason that I'm here today, their support of my work. So it worked on so many levels and this is where I am why I didn't do this a long time ago, I don't know, but it is what it is. I think it just kind of flowed so easily for me that I didn't realize that there was actually quite a lot of strategy to what I was doing. And so as, I, as I've shared by request, I am going to be teaching the daily painting method to you. Go to dailypaintingmethod.com to learn more and register. There will be a replay as always. And there, although there will be a different price for the replays. So be sure to hop on the email list at creativethursday.com if you're not already to make sure that you are purchasing it before the live session, whether you can attend or not, because there will be a special rate for you. And for our expansive artist members, we always take care of our members. There's an extra special rate for them as well. If they're wanting to do this deep dive in this masterclass and workshop that I'm putting together. So dailypaintingmethod.com. To recap, number one is it's helping you stay consistent with your creative practice. Whether you choose to sell work or not, honestly, um, however you choose to, whenever, if you're making this a side hustle, which I highly recommend that you can do, you don't have to build a whole business before the end of the year, but you can make extra income right now, which who wouldn't appreciate extra income right now? Then this is the most important piece is staying consistent. I see this happen so often. I've even seen it in myself in that, you know, if you're not keeping that daily practice going or like every other day, multiple days a week, now we're not talking about once a month or even once a week, really, then you start to lose that connection to your creativity. It's so important and invaluable to stay connected. Number two is it's going to help you find your voice by creating consistently. And there's really no way around that. So you can either do it in a shorter span of time, or you can really spread that out over time. 
And, you know, that all determines the speed at which you're growing your business. If that is something that you're wanting to do. (gasps) Sorry. I don't think you can hear it, but it's very exciting. We just got a massive downpour of rain in Los Angeles and it startled me. Who knows? It might start hailing any moment. So lastly, I will quickly wrap this podcast so that the power doesn't go out and we lose um, this recording. But uh, lastly, it's going to give you the opportunity to generate consistent and regular revenue. And then if you re-listen or if you missed it, I gave you a few tidbits on the side of how that ultimately is going to help you in your marketing, in just building a solid foundation to your business and getting to know your collectors. There's so much. And that's what I'm, I can't wait to share with you all those details and give you a step-by-step method, really take you behind the scenes of that process and share some templates with you as well to be able to begin reaching out to your audience and your collectors with this practice. I am so grateful for the daily painting method, for the fact that I stumbled upon it, for the fact that I was open to it, for the fact that it built Creative Thursday and it built my business. So that is how I got started. And uh, I'm, I'm, Again, I'm so glad that I did and that I get to share it with you now. So as always, I hope this is helpful and I thank you for listening. Stay connected at creativethursday.com and jump on the email list. Come to the daily painting method as well. Oh my goodness, can you hear that? That's incredible. And the rain is just coming down like cats and dogs, really. And stay connected through the end of the year because I'm here to help you take whatever step is going to help you grow a side hustle or begin to grow your art business. I'm here for you or and or just stay connected to your creativity. So until next time, Happy creating, and I can't wait to share this season with you. And yes, the creative planner for 2023 is coming. Remember, it's not dated. So I know mine is about to run out though. So it's time. So you can technically get it at any time. I think at the time of this recording, there's only one 2022 creative planner left. So it is high time that that is ready for you. And the Creative Thursday calendar is up as well a classics of many of those daily paintings that are still are still um loved by many and are part of my business so it's a really powerful strategy more soon until next time Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative 
and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love. Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.